0: Welcome to the Contracting Handbook Podcast, a podcast for how to run a small contracting company. Whether you're a general contractor like me or a trade contractor, starting fresh or been in business for years, here's all the stuff you never knew you'd have to know before you started your contracting business with a man who's seen it all, your host, Mike Kinoki. That's me. Working with friends and family, it's relevant no matter where you're at in your career. And at the beginning, you're probably gonna have to work for friends and family. It has its challenges in expectations, getting paid properly for what you're worth, and and it can come at a cost, but it can also go great. Uh, I just wanna talk about some of the Some of the, you know, ones I've done where it didn't go awesome and see if you can relate and maybe learn something about, about, uh, where you're at with your relationships and and working with friends and family. And three things to look out for here are, you know, them expecting it cheap because you have a relationship, yourself wanting to do it cheap because of said relationship, and bad communication because you're being too careful watching each other's feelings. And so you're not saying what needs to be said. You know, like I said, it's not it's not always gonna go bad if you work for friends and family. It's just different than working with someone you don't know. And you know, I did a, I did a remodel for some friends years ago and uh, when I was starting out and I put in the silent fan You know, uh, like a Panasonic or something. And about a month after I was done, um, the wife called and said, hey, can you put that old fan back? And I said, why? And she said, because for 30 years, I didn't know what it sounded like when he went to the bathroom. And now I do. And that fan, I need a loud fan back. Anyway. um, All right, here's here's a little story about... When I first had full-time employees, and it was it was uh, it was uh, once I had full-time insured, you know everything was above board. A couple friends I've known for years asked me to do work on their house, and it was going to be done time and materials. As much of the materials were there, but I hadn't ordered them, so I knew better than to assume, you know, the right quantities would be there and all that sort of thing. and we agreed on a payment schedule and a decent contract and got down to work. And it was a fun job. They loved my crew. My crew loved them. The work was awesome. We listened to loud music. Um, just had a great time. And, but it was taking longer than I projected. And labor costs were higher than I expected. So I was making money on my employees hourly rate. And here's where I blew it. I didn't pay myself an hourly rate for managing the project because I felt bad that I would underestimated time I only and I never told anybody this I only made over I only made overhead costs and a little bit more Uh, this is an easy trap to fall into when you're getting paid by friends and and when I look back now with what I know now check this out I know I would charge 40% more for that work today barring today's insane prices barring you know what's going on right now. Uh, 40, Four, zero percent more, and I'm happy that we we got through that work, and and everybody's happy, and that house still looks awesome. Uh, I just sold myself short, and you know we're friends, and it never put a it never put a dent in our relationship. Uh, I just wanted to express this so because it's easy as a contractor to give in to that emotion. Um, and I don't think they have a clue how that went down for me. But why should they? They got a smoking deal. They kept my guys busy. And I just I just didn't make what I should have. In another situation, this is a, a friend who was kind of seeking my uh, my guidance as they were starting out and doing a remodel for friends of theirs, uh, actually his family. but. So he was pretty green and forgot tons of materials when he gave them his verbal estimate. And let me say, he was also reluctant to do the job in the first place. He was insecure. Um, And I'm gonna add here, there was no contract and no written estimate. And he hadn't really planned the remodel out uh, because he was kind of a DIYer and did stuff for himself at home and stuff, but you know, the business side of dealing with clients was brand new. So when he asked for money to cover materials, his friends asked why so much? And he had all the receipts and he was ready to show them everything. It was all transparent as can be because he was trying to learn and they didn't really seem interested in the receipts. And they seemed disappointed and it stressed him out because this was a new thing in the relationship. They were just real quiet. And have you been there? I mean, is this familiar? He told me that when he told them the final cost, he was met with silence. And he had a folder with all the receipts and all his hours uh, so they could, you know, look at any of it. And, you know, he wasn't sure what to think and what it meant for the future of the relationship. Uh, He got paid. And when I asked what the whole thing cost, I thought it sounded cheap. I thought it sounded like a smoking deal. And that he sold himself short because he does he is he is he does great work. And then in a few weeks they were complaining about the work and there were things that were pre-existing that they didn't talk about as part of the remodel. And he was left to defend himself and you know this is where having contracts is super important and exclusions uh, because you got to spell it out, and, and it's really hard to do that with friends because you don't want to have this formal contract between friends, I get it, but you need to. Uh, so, all right, okay. Let's rewind to my ear, my early years before I had employees. Uh, it was in the first probably two years that I was on my own. I was doing a lot of different things. I was trying to start a guiding business too. Uh, I had too many irons in the fire when I first started I was a contractor. But it was some friends who had bought an unfinished home and this was outside my normal size and scope of projects. But I understood all the aspects of it, of what needed to be done on the home. Um, and I had recently finished a small home for myself that I had essentially built alone. So I felt, I felt confident. We started off having a great time. They helped on weekends. I taught her how to bounce the extension ladder While on top of it, down the wall so she didn't have to climb down her ladder. I lined him out on their stuff. And their friends came and helped too. And here I'm going to go off on a tangent for a second. One Saturday, there were four or five people other than myself working on the house. Up on extension ladders, on the roof. And I was standing there thinking, what if something went wrong? Not one person beside myself was insured while taking my orders. One of those friends essentially started working for me daily. He was paid by them, but took orders from me. And uh, it was soon after this that you know I kind of was like I need to have insurance for other people, and got a comp policy lined up, and then I was on my way to hiring people. But anyway, back to bouncing on ladders. Okay, I was insecure doing this job. Uh, I can tell you that I started to get annoyed by some questions when I was asked, or or didn't have a good answer, and I became if I didn't have a good answer, I became a bit terse because I was defensive. Um, and I said some regrettable things that probably damaged our relationship simply because I was insecure and had a hard time talking about hard subjects. And we are friends. Uh, I saw the husband in this story recently and he keeps wondering when the job will come up in the podcast and I, I you know, this story. And I told him I'd been thinking about it and then I that I was going to do an episode on working for friends and family. And, uh, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, you should definitely talk about it. And 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 we revisited the good and bad of that job. And uh, well, really good, he was he gave me a a lot of praise uh, even today. And they still love the work. Um, And he also said the cost was dope and because it was a smoking deal. And that's another one where I could say it would have cost 40% more if it were done today, uh, barring today's crazy prices. However, back then, I was so green that I couldn't charge more than I was. I was really learning the ropes of managing other people's jobs on that job. So, because that was a really big, that was a really large scope for me at the time. Oh, and he also told me he listens to the podcast when he's flying or doing yard work and that one day he actually stopped his wheelbarrow uh, to listen to what I was saying. That was his comment, that I actually stopped working so I could hear what you were saying. A resounding endorsement for a podcast. Am I right? Oh yeah, and another thing happens when you work with your friends. Uh, Back when we used digital cameras, before we had fancy phones with cameras, they take pictures of their butts and other body parts when you leave the camera on site as evidenced by this show's cover art. So, not all friend and family jobs go bad. I did a massive scale renovation on a friend's house a few years ago, and it went like clockwork. They were happy, I was happy. It was great, Uh, and when they approached me to do the job, they pretty much just said, you're doing the job, and my estimate fit their budget, and, you know, fantastic. So it's not all bad. But what went wrong in those situations that I'm talking about here is that I I think expectations uh, on both sides. You know, your friends and family either thought of you to do the work because they needed something done, they would get a deal, or they'd help you out. But what they didn't do because they went with you often is make a really solid plan. And they have this unsaid expectation of you to guide them and make decisions they should be making. And it makes those conversations really difficult. And that's why even though they're friends and family, you should have a contract if you're going to do it. Um, And, and that, that in, in every job is number one to have. Uh, It's, you know, and it's just, it's, It's just different working with friends and family. And so when you're starting out, it might be necessary, uh, but it's always a good idea to seek out clients from the general public. You kind of want to build that momentum. Um, So, And that's all I got to say about working for friends and family for now. Uh, I want to tell you guys that the first season of the contracting handbook is going to wind down late August or early September, Uh, I've got a bunch of interviews done and uh gonna start talking about employing people here soon and but i got other stuff to do you know it's that time of year you know like like i always tell my crew this house isn't gonna build itself chop chop let's go so and i have a big announcement coming up august 12th Today, I wanna give a shout out to Bennett Lister, 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 of Camrose, Alberta. He runs Bennett Lister Carpentry Limited. He says he's a year into running his contracting business. He's finding the podcast relatable and helpful. Thanks for your kind words, my friend. I'm glad to hear it's what you need. Bennett also asked to get on my mailing list if you want to get on my mailing list, check the show notes or just email me at infothecontractinghandbook.com. At Any questions or comments, leave them in a review on iTunes or, or Apple Podcasts. If you enjoyed the episode and you think you know someone else that would like it too, share that episode with them in a text or email. Have a great week, everyone. That's all I got. Later. Thanks for listening today. Go ahead and email me if you want to be on the show or want to tell me what you like or don't like about it. At my email, info at And this is where I say, if you have not subscribed, please subscribe wherever you source your podcast. Thanks again. Talk to you soon. Later.